Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. As we do every Friday, we go to the Celebrity Line, and our friend, the TV voice of the Cardinals, Chip Carey, joins us. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Great to be home for the final weekend. I was going to ask you, that was going to be my first question, because... uh, we don't travel six months of the year, and the the grueling the schedule for baseball can be grueling. How do you handle it, and do you have to decompress after a season is over because you have done so much traveling over the course of the previous six months? Oh, absolutely. I have friends around the business who ask me every year, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get home? And I said, probably get yelled at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, we, we're, we're on the road. We're living out of a suitcase and, and staying in beautiful, wonderful places and great towns and hotels on someone else's dime. That part of it's fun. But, yeah, the, the grind of travel and not being in your own bed and, you know, reconnecting with friends and family, that's always a wonderful challenge. But I'm used to it by now. I've been doing this for over 30 years. So I think I've got that part figured out. And Hopefully I will, and I'll find out for sure on Monday. So basically your wife has six months to come up with a honey-to-do list, or should I say honey-to-do book, essentially, for you when <laughs> oh, you're yeah, done? She's, yeah, yeah, Brooke, she has that, and usually every year around January 15th, it's like, hey, when does the season start again? I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get my sanity back. So, uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be a big honey-to-do list, but that's the kind of stuff I like to do. Well, things wrapping up this weekend for the Cardinals, which is very weird to say. I know that it's hard to talk about maybe some positives right now with the Cardinals, but one positive, or I guess it will be kind of a sad positive, bittersweet, is saying goodbye to Adam Wainwright. What are you expecting this weekend in this final goodbye to Wayno? I hopefully it's filled with joy and happiness and, and fun. There'll be some tears, I'm sure. Hopefully a lot of uh, joyful tears. Uh, this guy was a former Atlanta Brave number one pick. He was from the South, didn't know much about uh, toasted ravioli and fed Drews, and came here and became a civic icon with uh, you know one of the most uh, decorated franchises in the history of all of sports. Uh, great uh, civic ambassador, a great ambassador for the team, wonderful father and husband, and obviously a terrific pitcher for the Cardinals. And those are the things that I hope everybody will remember and focus on. We're going to, I'm sure, uh, on our weekend's worth of coverage. And you know, it's hard to encapsulate an 18-year career in three days or perhaps one plate appearance. But, uh, I think uh, Adam's at peace with it. I know we're all excited for him as he starts his next chapter in life, and we'll all leave very, very grateful for the contributions he made, just for, not for the Cardinals, but for Major League Baseball as a whole. Chip, we've seen a lot of guys called up this season. Uh, are you surprised that with all the injuries to the outfield, to the pitching staff, that you didn't see some of the younger guys like Graceffo, McGreevy, maybe a Moises Gomez? Uh, you know, I don't know the whole whole deal on that, uh, Gary. I think a lot of that has to do with 40-man roster spots, and there's more to it than just their performances down there. Uh, you know, starting arbitration clocks and all of that plays into it as well. 
Uh, but those guys, I'm sure, are going to get a very long look in spring training. Uh, they're, they're important parts of the organization, and they may be here in St. Louis, or may, they may be guys that are moved when the Cardinals go uh, shopping this offseason for more pitching talent or positional player talent. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's good to have options. Uh, the options the Cardinals made are the ones that Mo made. He, only he knows the reasons for that, but I would assume that roster construction is probably the biggest part of it. Hey, Chip, uh, we've been admiring the Astro, or the uh, the Braves, and y- you worked with the Braves for a long time, and it's really interesting how many guys they just trot out there to play their position every single day. Can you just tell us a little bit, because you know um, Brian Snitker very well, philosophically, how do they approach trotting out a lineup every day as opposed to some other franchises? They have guys that like to play and want to play every day and feel like they're letting their team and their manager and fans down if they don't. They sign up for 162. That was a philosophy that Bobby Cox had, and that was not just for positional players, but relief pitchers too. He was not afraid to use a guy three days in a row if it was going to help the team win and he knew how to manage that workload. Uh, I think that's going to be fascinating to watch from a Cardinals perspective how that changes here. I think we had a lot of I don't want to say redundant pieces, but a lot of similar pieces. They can play similar positions, and as, as a result, guys were moving around an awful lot, both in the lineup position and uh, positionally defensively uh, for the team uh, this year. And I think everybody would prefer to have six or seven guys go out there, play one spot, and play 140 times. And the ineffectiveness and injury didn't allow that this year, and I know that's something that everybody's looking forward to seeing change next year. Outside of the Braves, is there another team that you're interested to watch and see during this postseason? I want to see all the new teams get in, right? I mean, the Texas Rangers. I want to see the Baltimore Orioles and what they can do. Uh, I think the Phillies have a great chance of uh, – pulling a surprise and getting to the World Series again. How will the young rookie Dodgers starters pitch? I mean, their whole their whole rotation's been decimated by injury, all those kids and Clayton Kershaw. Uh, and then in the American League, you know, uh, is Seattle going to make it? Are the defending champs going to make it? I mean, it's going to be a wide, a wide open battle here this final weekend. And, of course, uh, Cardinal fans probably, probably pulling for Skip Schumacher and the Marlins to get in as well. And if they can avoid the grounds crew in New York, I think they have a pretty good shot. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Jim, we How were bad t- is that? Oh, oh man. God, it was terrible. I, I, my take it or leave it this morning was, hey, baseball and the Mets are out to get the Marlins because it wasn't just last night. It was the weekend, too, right, where they just let the yeah. infield get soaked. Yeah, I, I guess they don't have the National Weather Service up there or something. All those expensive players, they couldn't afford Internet or something. I don't know, but that was that was a really bad look. And it's unfortunate now because that game, that outcome with, with the Marlins leading, that's going to mean something. I don't see anybody pulling away by two or three games here over the final three days of the regular season, which means Miami may have to go back to New York and play one inning, one inning, with a one-run lead for a game that could be critically important for them and then go to their next playoff spot. That That's just awful, the way that that turned out. Not just that day, but uh, the earlier game uh, on that series with New York. Chip, this is a guy you got to see often, uh, pretty much every day in the last couple of years. When I say the name Ronald Acuna Jr., what's the first thing that comes to mind? Electric. Uh, you know, when he came up as a rookie and debuted against the Reds in Cincinnati and hit a home run in his second or third game, uh, we said, okay, you know, he's you know, he's – He's a, he's a pretty good player, and he's turned from a pretty good player to a superstar to a guy coming back from injury, and he's been able to elevate his game. Uh, I can't think of a player who has benefited more from the rules changes. Uh, the reckless abandon with which he plays is his personality and his style. He's just a big, giant kid. And I think uh, having been gotten married now, he has two children. I think there's been a lot more perspective for Ronald watching from uh, you know up close and now from afar there's a maturity to his life and a maturity to his game. It's all about the winning. It's not about all the stuff. 
And I think that's going to make him a very, very exciting and dangerous player, not just for the Braves this year in the postseason, but probably for the next decade uh, because his era has begun. And he's a, he's a joy to watch unless you have to play him. And we've got 150 years of baseball, and he's the first 40-70 guy. I would guess it will probably go another 150 years, and he'll still be the only 40-70 guy. Unless he does it again, which is quite possible <laughs> yeah, right. in 2024. <laughs> So, uh, Chip, we really have appreciated you joining us every week during the season this year. It's been a lot of fun. We'll do it again next year. We do want to call you, though. Uh, we'll call you uh, right before the Saturday, November 4th. We'll, we'll have you on November 3rd before Mizzou plays Georgia. That sounds like a plan. I look forward to it. I, I, I think we'll be out of town, but you call, I'll answer. Uh, that's the way it will go, and I hate to say it to my St. Louis fans, but as a Georgia Bulldog, I've got to say it. Go dogs. That's how that's going to work out. I know you do. I'm going to be over there on Sunday. I'll stop by the booth and say hi, and uh, I just want to thank you again. But we really do appreciate it. We've enjoyed it, and we hope you have too. Me, I have as well, and thank you so much for the warm welcome. It's been a great year, and uh, looking forward to even more fun in 24, guys. Have a great offseason. We'll you, see you soon. You too, Chip. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, guys. Chip Carey, the TV voice of the Cardinals on Bally Sports. And, yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, and just talking to people over the years, and it really the travel affected Jack Buck, and he never stopped because he would go into doing Sunday football and then Monday night football. So he was doing, for September, baseball and then Sunday football, Monday night football, and it, the travel never ended for him mm-hmm. until the Super Bowl. And then he'd have February off and then right back at it in March for spring training. But man, the the travel and like he like Chip said, they stay in the nicest hotels or they're traveling on charters, but that doesn't make it any easier physically yeah. for anybody. Oh you still have to deal with it. Yeah. And yeah. it is it can be a a, phys, a grueling physical thing to have to travel that much. 